0: Cox, Republican governor of Utah. And I'm Jared Polis, Democratic governor of Colorado. And we're here to help save your family dinners. You know what we're talking about. You're halfway through your second helping of mashed potatoes when your MAGA uncle decides to share his thoughts on the latest election conspiracy. We all have that uncle. So, next time your uncle, your niece, or anyone else brings up that one topic that just drives you nuts, take a deep breath. Be curious. Ask questions. If you still disagree, that's okay.
1: Hey, everybody. Really interesting clip, isn't it, about Governor Cox and his disagree better. He's on all these different talk shows, and he is basically touting this as his big baby, you know, disagree better, and look how amazing he is. Um, but the, the problem is is that there is no government role in people's behavior. Um, so trying to be the, the daddy and tell us how to all behave and how we can disagree better really what it is is we need more truth and we're not getting told the truth and we know it. And at the state level, um, absolutely not getting told the truth. And so I want to bring up something to you today that talks a little bit about our future in smart cities. And if you're worried about that, you probably should be because I'm going to list of the areas where smart cities right now they're laying down the tracks for smart cities. Do you want to know what cities those are in uh, Utah? I'm sure you do because it involves a lot close to me. Um, the problem is, is that when they do this, see, when I bring this up, then there will be people that go, well, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Would you give me an idea about anything good about a smart city and ask somebody in China with a full-blown smart city now that they are absolutely implemented what it means to be part of a smart city? Because it's all about control, Okay. So because I can't obviously speak live on the air today um I am doing this a little podcast so that you can kind of understand where they're headed with this. and it's really it's really kind of sickening uh it's sad and I I have to I have to talk about it we must talk about these things because the tracks are being laid this clip was from last year and this was Cox denying smart cities now ask yourself there was a big huge article in 2022 um, where they were touting themselves on how amazing they were because they were using the point as the starter smart city. This is, this is like the hub of smart cities in Utah. This is what it's going to look like. It's going to lead out up at the point and uh, uh, where the prison was. And so you get, to, you get to see the smart city. And so it was in government documents, so to deny it was kind of strange. Here's Governor Cox denying that uh, there's anything that exists called a smart city even though he attended luncheons for them here we go
0: tell me your thoughts on the uh, smart cities no there's no such thing as a smart city you have so West stop West making West up, up stuff why do you have okay? you to about, try to, to try, try to make me look mad you're really good at this you make up and then you start yeah. making up so stuff send me on whatsapp like, i don't have a website about this why you conversation i because you don't have you don't you don't like to have a conversation that i'm right here asking you for the and i just come on i just told you that there's no such thing as a smart city
1: wow So why deny it? If it's all good and everything's amazing about it, why deny it? Well, it's part of Agenda 2030, and Governor Cox realizes this and knows this. And this is why he was all in defense. Oh, there's no such thing. Oh, there's no such thing. And it really actually should make you worry more that he was doing that. Let me list off um, the cities to you, the 15-minute cities that are planned in what's called reinvestment zones. This is laying down the first track. For 15 15-minute cities in Utah. Washington, Utah. Yep, that's my area. St. George, a little bit of St. George. Panguitch, Beaver, the Delta area, like out there, kind of, you know, uh, west of uh, Delta. Bears Ears, kind of below that. Duchesne, West Valley, Fillmore, uh, near Richfield, near Iron County, um, and Iron, some of Iron County, um, out you know, if you were to go more west, and then um, arches area and below arches. Now, these came out in maps called reinvestment zones. And um, what they're trying to do, let me kind of bring you back two years to 2021. And there was an article locally written that, that was entitled, Washington City Considers Using Tax Incentive Zones to Spur Developments. okay. And it was talking about Washington City officials are considering this creation of reinvestment zones that could help attract new business to the city while improving city infrastructure as well. First of all, why do you have to do something like this to attract new business to the city? If new business wants to come, they will. But our government likes to to think that you have to meddle and you have to do all these things to get people to come. It's not true, actually. People came... For eons to cities uh, to, for development, look at this area. Look at all the people that started businesses here. They weren't exactly promised things, okay? The other part of that is while improving city infrastructure as well. Well, which is it? you attracting new businesses to the city or are you just improving city infrastructure with our government tax dollars, okay? And does it need to be improved? There's another question for you. Uh, Moving on in this article, last month, the Washington City Council, this was in April of 2021, heard a presentation regarding community reinvestment areas, or CRAs. These are areas where the local property tax is frozen for like a set amount of time, okay? 10, 20 years. And any revenue generated above the baseline can be put back into the CRA for developers to use on improvements, kind of like a carrot, right? They're hanging out a carrot. And they said the city council at that time, more recent, they listened to a more recent presentation on CRAs with Benj Becker, a Zions Bank representative, who went into more details on how the reinvestment zones worked and how they could be applied. And in order to establish one of these zones, which they would like to do all over Utah, the maps are there, all of the taxing agencies within a proposed zone would have to agree to let property taxes be frozen for so many years. And then locally, these taxing agencies are Washington County, the Washington County School District, the Washington County Water Conservancy, and a smattering of other people. Now, let me jump over to the document that came out May twenty fourth, 2022, called 15-Minute Cities Will Set the Standard for Future Real Estate Development in Utah. And here we go. Smart mobility is the first element, this was last year, first element of the points plan to become a long-term sustainable community. The de-emphasis on the car is at the core of the intelligent mobility plan. You guys, 15-minute cities are called intelligent mobility plan, meaning you can't leave. You're stuck there. Just ask China. According to the 2019 data, 86% of Americans, they said, use a car for transportation to and from work. Unfortunately, they said emissions from these vehicles are responsible for more than half of Utah's air pollution. Not true, but whatever. Uh, which frequently reaches dangerous levels. People aren't dying. <laughs> but they're sure going to construct cities, right, to, to minimize, right, all in the name of climate gobbledygook. And the client's populate as the state's population grows, finding ways to minimize cars. Remember, the de-emphasis on the car is at the core of their intelligent mobility plan. Scary, right? Established Utah communities can take on 15-minute city conversion. Embracing mixed-use development creates the blueprint to live and work and play within proximity, meaning you can only walk or bike there. Applying smart growth principles, there's nothing smart about them, it's just control. And planning, overall convenience, activity, health, and optimized uh, transportation options. Remember how the city of St. George just funded that Zion shuttle? You think that was by accident? And now I'm not on the air able to talk about that locally? Interesting, right? Uh, These are the guiding factors with the transportation to enhance neighborhoods, reduce infrastructure costs, and preserve Utah's unequaled quality of life. Why? Because I warned everybody, we were warning everybody right before um, I wasn't um, permitted to speak to you live anymore in the local hour, that this was taking place. And part of that Zion's thing that they're paying for, out out of St. George city limits, there's a reason they're doing all of this. And there's a reason they don't want anyone talking about it. Bam, right? Okay. They said the point will be the national model for future focused development. Why do you think Biden showed up here? Was it for lunch? Biden comes to Utah? Why? Hmm. So that Governor Cox can buddy up to him when he's not denying smart cities exist and show him the new national model for future focused development? That would be my guess. That would be one of the things they discussed. It'll be at the heart's the heart of the state's economy in the coming decades. Remember how Washington City was told they had to keep those taxes down, frozen for 10 to 20 years? These planning efforts, they said, exemplify one of Utah's most um, pr- uh, prominent d- differentiators, public-private partnerships. That's exactly what that is. In Washington City, Crest Staley, the whole city council, was presented with this idea that you freeze taxes, we get businesses in here, and the government helps these private industries thrive, right? And, of course, for affordable housing. That was also mentioned. It was the reason. Affordable housing is the reason. Utah has this, uh, they said, storied legacy of working together to provide a standard of excellence. It's no standard of excellence. It's robbing the people. Because only private industry should be doing these things. It's like the Yellow Pages test. When you are competing with private industry, no thanks. That's not what you should be doing as government. It's not the proper role of government to have these public-private partnerships. But look how big they're getting. And they say, we see it exemplified in this project. Well, of course you do. A smart city is a public-private enterprise. And then, of course, they went on and they said, this is the ultimate goal for the point. Okay? Okay. Matheson said it is that the project will provide a significant and and ec, significant economic and quality of life return on public investment and demonstrate that Utah is addressing the challenges in a thoughtful, innovative, and humane way. I'm sorry. Why are they saying humane? Think about that. Don't you guys think that's a really odd statement? These reinvestment zones, now that they've released the maps, and I put them on Facebook, on the Kate Daly Show, not my website, but the Kate Daly Show uh, Facebook page, they're called Qualified Opportunity Zones. That's what Governor Cox calls them. And as a reminder, Opportunity Zones are a Rockefeller initiative that Cox has teamed up with, Rockefeller Money with affordable housing and the housing and transit hubs. And then these are done with these zones of opportunity in something called a reinvestment zone and they get funding, right? Stakeholders are involved at this point. Homes are now smart homes with smart meters. And this is how they build out the smart 15 minute cities. And if you live in any of these rural or undeveloped areas in these maps that I named, okay, because they're all the more underdeveloped parts of all those cities Okay, in Washington County and Iron County and all Duchesne, all all Beaver, all of these places, Penguin, Delta, okay? Think about that in your mind. All those those areas. Um, infrastructure, this fifteen minute infrastructure and high speed broadband for surveillance and digital control systems. Remember how Biden kept saying, um, that they had to get internet to the rural areas of America because we were too stupid, and I'm not joking here, we were too stupid to figure out where to vote. And he said black people are too dumb to figure out where to vote. So anybody living in a rural area, yeah, this was Biden. It's a sound clip. Anybody living in a rural area, we can't figure it out, and we can't figure out how to use the internet. So they needed to come in with internet. Now, remember all the bills that went through under snow? Remember, Lowry Snow, remember all the bills that were talking about, um, um, what is his name in the middle of Utah, the representative for Kanab that, that retired? And they were dying to get all these bills in for creating more broadband, more access to the Internet, right, in rural areas. Instead of letting rural areas do that themselves, right, it was a government planned project with government funding and they were just insistent that they didn't have enough and the people in rural areas are like no we're good I mean we can do satellite we can do a host of things no it wasn't good enough they wanted government money in a big bill right to push all that forward and make sure that the rural areas were getting this necessary funding and when that came out I remember thinking why are they so concerned well now I know why are they so concerned with Broadband of all things, the country's burning and they're, they're, they're worried about broadband in the most rural areas. It just seemed really odd at the time. And that was seven years ago, maybe six years ago. And I just remember thinking something's really wrong here. What is it? But now that we're putting all these pieces together, it makes a lot more sense. We have a very, I would say, diabolical governor that's working on behalf of Biden administration, to push all these initiatives forward. And this is why they came out in May 24th of 2022 and talked about this being the pinnacle of success for the nation. No wonder Biden was here. This is really what this is about. I also think Ukraine is about building a smart country because of the fact the reinvestment uh, dollars, everybody that's going in to try to, claim their portion of the reinvestment bucks, you know, um, government uh, programs uh, in Ukraine, all these third parties that we talked about today with Susan. This is interesting because there are videos out there uh, several years back, 2019, I think it was July 4th. They um, Ukraine, uh, Zelensky met um, in a kind of a coalition, a global coalition uh, to start the process, 2019, to start the process of this new Ukraine smart country. But you can't really do anything unless you think it's demolished by war, right? Because then you have to rebuild it, right? So very interesting. That's my thoughts on on Ukraine, that, that they're trying to build that. By claiming that the whole country was torn down, so they can actually redo the whole country and use it, not just a laundromat for for money, um, but also as this new model on the hill as a country, okay? Smart country um, with smart cities inside, okay? Laying down the framework. But as you see in Utah, they're going to, as much as Cox wants to um, try to deny it over and over and over again, he is pushing for these things and made sure that access to that point was going to be. The national new model, remember that national new model, this is what Cox is turning our state into, into the 15-minute city on a hill, and then everybody gets to model it after that city. Why? Because we were gullible. We're gullible enough to bring in the Bluffdale, the, the big NSA spying center. We're gullible And we have got to stop being so gullible and letting all these tracks lay down. When was the last time your county commissioners, our county commissioners, talked about all of these tracks? When was the last time the cities talked about this? They can't be that blind and naive. Something is definitely going on with this. And um, they're setting, they they really want those CRAs so that they can lay down the tracks for those reinvestment zones and no one's asking a single question. They can't be that naive. I'm sorry. It doesn't work like that. Plus, they, the county commissioners just named this America's County based on the principles of liberty and freedom. Go liberty. Right? Right after I was taken off the air, they named it America's County. America's County. Liberty and freedom for all, except we don't believe in freedom of speech. And we're building 15-minute cities here. Just don't look. And our budgets are sky high, and I, we don't want to hear a word about it. And if you do say anything about it, you are a mob of people. Instead of concerned citizens, you are now a mob. That's how it works, folks. We need to speak up about this. We need to start cornering them on this. And we need to start making sure that people are aware of what's going on. I'm going to end this with a a two-and-a-half-minute clip of what China looks like now. That 15-minute cities have been implemented and how much freedom there is. Because our tax dollars are going to be building our own facilities here. And let me just tell you, your city council members... I actually think they're pretty naive. They're naive enough to only look at what they're being told by Zion's Bank and not looking ahead to the future and seeing what's being developed. That's our problem. Maybe they haven't read Agenda 2030. Maybe ought to get it in their hands. And maybe we ought to focus on getting new people in city councils that understand what 2030 is to stop all this madness. I'm tired of this. How dare they do this in a city we beloved, right? We love this county down here. And I love the state of Utah. Even being a transplant from California, I love it here. But this, this is bad. This is very bad. It reminds me also of the mental health facilities going in here um, and controlled by the government. We are laying down some serious tracks right now. We better start paying attention. That's all I can say. Pay attention to all of this stuff and start vocalizing it and exposing it to everybody you know. All right? Here's the uh, China clip. Thanks, you guys. And by the way, go visit ABC Auto what a great group of people to keep supporting me, even though I'm not in the local hour anymore, they are supporting me. And, um, I'm just so sick about not being able to be live every day to expose these things, but there are powers that be that don't want me talking about them. So that's how it goes. Okay. So, uh, what do I do? (laughs) Right. Um, I'm working on things, but man alive, it's hard. Okay. So I'm putting this out there. Please share it. Thank you so much. And, uh, those, uh, visuals are on kate Daly radio on facebook okay for the maps so you can see right where the maps are on their reinvestment zones and how they're trying to turn that into a reinvestment
0: the first thing we see here is an array of cameras that listen to you and watch you these are the facial recognition systems. now cities are starting to be set up where they have points of entry for regions within cities and you have to use your iphone device to beep your way in and it, the pad on the top there shows your face. It's facial recognition. So it opens the doors and things like that for you if it matches your face or if you don't have any problems. But if you are wanted by the police or something, these will lock you in so you can't move from region to region. Or if you use too much carbon, as you can see, this woman takes off her, fa- her glasses and that little device that looks like an iPhone but it's actually a retina scanner or a facial scanner picks up your face and then it'll let you through. And then here's an example of how that works. You're at the gate here, it scanned his face, and then there you go, it opens the gate. Now, within the cities, they are blocked off by region, and these fences right here separate those areas. There's police, as you can see in front, that monitor and guard these areas between points. So if I'm over here where this guy is, like region one, region two is over here, right, but I have to go through a checkpoint. Now, of course, the police officers have these glasses that are facial recognition glasses. So it'll read license plates, and when you see somebody right here, it'll recognize the face and pull up their information. And so a cop can just sit there and look at a population and determine if they're good, bad, have warrants against the government, blah, 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 just like this officer's doing. Now, of course, this is where a camera can identify you by your gait or by the way you walk. This determines how a person walks, and they can set up a profile based on the way you move and walk with your facial recognition, meaning you can be watched at all points. So this guy right here, I'll spare you the details, but basically what it is is he's reading this and he can't travel on high-speed rail because his credit score, his social credit score, is so low. So what he had to do is volunteer and do a bunch of others to raise his social credit score. So he was going to take a trip that would take three hours on a high-speed rail but because his social credit score was too low he had to take a bus which took 10 hours but then coming up here he donated and did charity work and now he says at the end he can live like a real person and then here's footage of the grocery store in canada they've put these cameras these facial recognition cameras in the grocery store to determine what you're buying and if it's good for the environment or not as far as i can tell
1: zone all over utah thanks you guys